everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. Doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> I yeah, feel like get a lot of my breaths in there. Snuck into the natural sleeping place of the Wild Max. I thought you were going to say Natural History Museum. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> snuck into the Natural History Museum. It's the breathing of the guard who's asleep next to the door. <laughs> As you're like going in, and the guard's like, "Do you have a ticket?" Like, <laughs> you don't have to sneak in. You can in come there. in. <laughs> Most people like, just want to leave. <laughs> Unless that umbuns umbun. Mbun is around to eat people. I think that's how you pronounce <laughs> Mubun, it. Mubun, I think. Okay. I, I, that's how you say like U-N-B-I something or other. Yeah. Mubun. What the fuck are you talking about? From Relic. If you oh. actually read the book, then you'd know. You didn't actually read it. You listened to it. Same I thing. agree. There's a difference. <laughs> I absorbed the material, period. That's all you need to know. Whittlesey. All right. So welcome back, everybody. We are Hounds of Horror, and I'm Max. <gasps> I'm Victor. And I'm Kitty. And we're back after having the Rona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, two of well, them. Yeah, Vic, two and, of Vic my and I, who reside in the same household, had the Rona. Two of the Ronas. One of them was my Corona. IMAX remained disease free, so. <laughs> well, that's so debated. far. <laughs> I that mean, besides like the usual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I bottled up my COVID for you. <laughs> Only As way to get stronger. <laughs> so, yes, listeners, I apologize um, if you hear me. I feel one coming on right now. If you hear me cough, um, I'm trying to suppress it as much as I can, but uh, sometimes it just sort of sneaks out. It's still getting rid of some of this lingering effect. So I apologize, um, and yeah, we, uh, we're we happy to be back. Thank you, everyone, who stuck by our sides by, um, I guess, not doing anything at all besides listening to this episode now, but we appreciate it still. <laughs> it's not like anyone gave us flowers or anything, you pricks. The, but also uh, don't do that. It's funny, though, because the hiatus is going to have been... Oops. Is going to have been two episodes ago. Oh my gosh, timelines are so confusing. <laughs> but then like after we've put out two more episodes people are going to be like uh, now now they're now they're talking about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be weird i guess yeah it's fine hopefully we didn't we've... reference any like major world historical events or anything or, like... you should never do that because it dates your oh. your media that's exactly you should always use microphone. do not use uh current music in your movies <laughs> Because it won't be considered fun or interesting, and someone will just listen and be like, "Oh, so nice." Create, create no st. <coughs> Sorry, I am currently addicted to the Monster Hunter Rise OST. Mm, OST, specifically the main menu music. It's it's just lovely, absolutely lovely. 
Mm. Yeah. Before you go and bash some creature's skull in with your sword. I guess cut would be. So you're not really using a bashing. No, there's a hammer. There is, but not for you specifically. So we're stalling because we haven't watched this movie in like three weeks. Uh, Max and I can do this. Just <laughs> fine. Yeah. All right. I'm going to remind you. I can probably you... write the script for this movie <laughs> from memory. I'm going to remind you both of that as <laughs> we're going through this and you're like, then what happened? Okay. Well, don't hold us up to any higher standard than we normally hold ourselves up to. See, the other issue is I'm also trying to focus on being funny. So sometimes the timeline gets lost in there. In that I envy people who can wave. just be funny. It's not an effort for them. <laughs> I know a guy like that. Like, every single stupid little story he tells is a fucking stitch. I have to get him to come out to a party sometime. Because he'll just sit there and talk for five hours straight, and it's a laugh every fucking time. Um, I imagine he's just a comedian, but, like, he just hasn't told you. Because he loves how excited you are about your friendship. What do you... People out there who listen to this who are also friends with comedians... What's it, what's it like being friends with comedians? I don't know any personally comedians. Just started making a Venn diagram in my head. Like, so what percentage of our listeners listen to us? What percentage of our listeners also like comedians or no comedians? I'm guessing it might be like 0.01%. If that. And we currently have, uh, I don't know the exact number, but something in the neighborhood of... Uh, 0.0001 response rate from our listeners. So <laughs> the chance of us. Yeah. Or so. Didn't Bill Van Bagel say he was going to send us a message? Uh, oh, you need to look at reviews and also our email because I haven't. Um, we haven't got any interesting emails. <laughs> here's, oh, here's one. We're trying to reach you about your vehicle's extended warranty. <laughs> um. I I can't I can't turn around right now, so I can't. <laughs> That's fine. Well, this week we did a fantastic movie called Shaun of the Dead. We did. Spoilers from here on out. <laughs> yes. If you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead yet, I don't know. Just two thousand four. I'll do it on the ninth. <laughs> on the night. The night. Uh and this movie was loaded with some great actors, and this is, at least it was my really first big glimpse at Simon Pegg and Nick Frost ah, yes. as Sean and Ed. Um, okay, so when you say big glimpse, I assume you mean like major role, because we had seen them multiple times a week in the same exact clip over and over again, which was the spaced speed gun fight. I feel like I have not watched that until after I saw Shaun of the Dead. Oh. I know you're wrong about that, but it's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, I, did, I never watched Space. Well, we really. just watched the gunfight over yeah, and over the gunfight. Little, just that uh, clip. little fun factorino, I actually oh, saw Shaun of, De- Shaun of Dead. Shaun of the Dead before I saw Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, if you them. had to choose one, I would say Shaun of the Dead. So. It's one of them all, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Uh, so we had Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and they are recurring characters in the next two movies of the trilogy. Uh, and this movie was directed by Edgar Wright, mm-hmm. who was also the director of the next two movies in the trilogy. And he also directed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, if I'm not mistaken. He almost directed Ant-Man. I might have watched it if he had directed it. But he has a Paul very Paul Rudd is a national treasure. Mm. Who? Paul Rudd. I don't know who that is. That's Ant-Man. 
He's a national fucking treasure. <sighs> the only thing I like from those previews was when he was fighting the Hornet on the train, the Thomas train. Mm. And like, it was like really like, you know, punching and they're hitting each other. And he throws the wasp in front of the train. And then it just like, doo doo, and like, like falls off the tracks. <laughs> Super anticlimactic. <laughs> but that's why I liked it. It was funny. Um, we also have Kate Ashfield playing Liz. Uh, Lucy Davis is Diane, Dylan Moran is David, and the great Peter Serafinowicz as Pete. We also have the wonderful Bill Nye, not the science guy, but the actor. I thought it was pronounced Nye. I don't, I don't know. I've heard it both ways. I like to say Bill Nye, the actor guy. That's, that, that makes me happy. works for me. Yep. <laughs> um, he played Philip. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. Um, he was, um, Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. He was, uh... Mm. The the old vampire from uh, Underworld. Uh, we also have Penelope Wilton playing Barbara. Uh, I've only seen her in one other movie. I didn't really do a lot of research on some of these other people, but um, like she was kind of like a funny character in that movie. We have Rafe Spall playing. I'm going to say Noel. I think not Noel. Noel, uh, and he's also a recurring person in these movies and martin freeman is declan lordy lou wow yeah i didn't know if you're gonna go into the the bit parts for the mirrored versions of everyone it's your phone i am i thought there was one other one i wanted to mention nope i guess not um dylan morin was in another movie with simon pegg i forget what it's called though it's where he was engaged to like a half princess and he like runs a marathon to prove that he can like finish stuff. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called though. Uh, it's like Run Fat Boy Run or something like that. Something like that. It's something really <laughs> straightforward, and it's it's cute. It's it's a good movie. It's all right. Um, <clears throat> you will see Simon Pegg in roles like Scotty from the new Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he was what was that one with him and uh, the guy from Friends? Ross from Friends. Oh, that was uh, it was obscure, weird one. It was Blood Harvest or something like that. It wasn't called Blood Harvest. Are you sure about that? It was something weird. I don't know, (laughs) (laughs) but he was in that, and he was good in that too. Um, You can see Nick Frost in a bunch of stuff. Uh, You can also see him as Badgie in Into the Badlands. Mm, He's he's a great character in that show. I don't really watch the show, but I watch the parts that have Nick Frost in it. So. Uh, yeah, it's, that about wraps it up, I think. Well, for cast. those of you that are bad at actor names like I am, Martin Freeman was in the Hobbit movies. He was also in the next two Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movies. Was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he finally mm-hmm. got a little bit more meat on his uh, role. He, he didn't have much in the second one. He quite, was a sergeant, I think, in the police. Quite literally, he's in it service. for maybe twice as long as he is in... <laughs> Uh, Shaun of the Dead. But in the third one, World's End, um, he's in it for the whole movie. Yeah. So, um, But yes, blah. he did play Bilbo Baggins. Played Bilbo. He played uh, Watson in the Sherlock miniseries with Bendy Dick coming my babs. That's, that's mm-hmm. true, he did. Rafe Spall was in, uh, what was that? The, uh, the... What horror movie was that? The Frightening? That's not what it was called. The haunt, the no. awakening. No, Paul. I don't recognize the name. Who was that? He was he. Remember, like him and his four friends were like hiking. The ritual. Oh, the, the ritual. ritual. Yeah, 
Yeah, he was in that. I want to mention Nicola Cunningham. Let me see what else she's been in. She played Mary, the cashier girl. No. <laughs> she was like one of the people that looked like a zombie before they were zombies. Um, I just wanted to see what else she was in. Because I think she shows up in the second and third ones very briefly. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, they're not even listed on here. The only other movie besides Shaun of the Dead listed is Trauma. So... And that was also in 2004. Wow. All right. Do you have a phobia? I don't. I'm sorry. I was all fogged up with the the COVID brain. With the Rona. Mm. My first note. I I don't know where your notes are. I didn't take that many. I didn't take any. I didn't take any either. Oh, my God. So it starts out with, like, classic Edgar Wright-like cuts. Um, where Sean, well, it starts out at the pub, mm-hmm. um, and it, with the, the dialogue in these movies, it's like, you know, like, uh, Liz is asking Sean, you know, it, it'd be nice if they had some alone time, you know, like, it would just be nice if we could, and then you hear Ed go, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just spend a bit more time together, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. It's not that I don't like Ed. It's not that I don't like you. Sorry. Sorry. Right. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't like David and Die. It's not, guys, it's not that I don't like you. That's all right. <laughs> um, so basically, it's... My first mental note was that David was a fucking twat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that comes up later in the movie. I hate that guy. It, he's playing a character. In the other movie with Simon <laughs> Pegg, he's not quite twatty. I, I know it's not him. <laughs> they're actually... They're, <clears throat> their roles are 100% reversed in the last movie, World's End. Well, Ed and Sean are. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Ed and, Ed, yeah. Um, we were talking about David. Oh, the roommate. No. You look like a chartered accountant. Uh, I am not a chartered accountant. Well, you look like one. Okay, I get it. Okay. It took me a minute to remember. I'm still, I'm still this bad at names, everyone. Um, I've seen this movie 15 times. and Okay, David, yes. He's, Guys, yeah. I, I'm sorry, but like every movie that I like, I watch at least 10 times a year. So, so sorry one <laughs> for of, my life. Also, one of my mental notes about David is that he looks like David Schwimmer, who you mentioned. Because, he kind of does. But... Not David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer playing Ross's like creepy almost twin, like Steve Urkel. Yeah, but like it wasn't. It wasn't actually Ross though. It was like Urkel. (laughs) Did I not do that? One of his exes started dating a guy that like looked like the discount version of him, but it was it was just David Schwimmer See, wearing some prosthetics. If you hadn't told me that, I would have never known. Like, <laughs> no, wow, that actor you... looks a lot like Ross. <laughs> uh, what did you say his name was? What's David's actual name? Uh, let me see here. Because he's a, a a great comedian. Oh, I did not know that he dabbled in the comedy. Yeah, that's. Does uh, anybody know him? <laughs> Dylan Morin. Dylan Morin. Uh, Dylan, if you'd like to be on the show, um, just send us a message at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. You also need to promise to not be a twat. So. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> That's just David. <gasps> um, Simon. 
Pegg. Simon oh, Pegg or no. Nick Frost. Oh no! If you want to be on the show, oh my goodness, oh, I would. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> Gratefully Boop accept. Your pants. <laughs> I'd have to take like so many anti-anxiety drugs and like, <laughs> like work out for like a whole week beforehand just to be like. We can pay for your flight and for your hotel, but neither one of them are going to be first class or second class, if that's a thing. <laughs> Third class, probably. It's going to be coach and, like, a motel. Like, two stars. Two and a half. And, like, an air mattress on our floor. <laughs> or that. You know? That'd be so cool. Like, we'd be all laying here, and I'd be like, Simon, Simon, are you asleep? We'd <gasps> be all laying here as if they'd invite you to come sleep with them. Simon, there's a girl I like. <laughs> So, <laughs> they get done at the bar, and basically it's Liz saying, like, Sean's not making enough time for her in their relationship, just for them to be together, and they always he always brings Sean, and she always brings her flatmates out, because mm. he's always bringing Sean. Um, and so he says, things will change, promise. And, like, it zooms in, and he's like, hmm, nothing's gonna change. <laughs> But he promises to take her to dinner the next day for their anniversary. Somewhere nice. Yes. Somewhere nice. You know, the place that does all the fish. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what Shepherd's is, but I'm guessing that's not a place you would take a girl if you're taking her to a nice dinner. <laughs> what, the, the bar that they were at? The pub that they no. were at? No. No, that was the Winchester. Because after he fucks up, <clears throat> and he's like, well, let's go to Shepherd's. They do Thai in there now. I'm guessing Shepherd's is not oh. a high-class restaurant. <laughs> mm, that's, yeah. <laughs> They do tie in there now, like they changed their specialty. <laughs> okay, so goes to the next day. Well, you see, as like the main, um, what do you call it? Like the opening sequence is rolling. Like you see people like just doing like zombie like activities, just dun, like repetitive dun, dun, things. Dun, you know, dun, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's going to the the corner store and well, getting before that it's just it's just when like the title and stuff is going and it's just like the person that's returning cards just slowly pushing it forward and the person who's scanning things out just like everyone's doing just monotonous tasks where they're completely zoned out and they're like zombies. The impression is like yeah, like they're a zombie already. Right. <laughs> They'd all um, been dead for years. <laughs> so. I think Sean it, wakes up. I think it cuts to Sean from his and feet he, up. Yeah, he's like yawning like a zombie. like, <laughs> And Ed's playing video games. And he sits down to play video games. And Ed's like, haven't you got work today? <laughs> and he's like, yep. And so, and then we do a classic Edgar Wright. So, yes. Sorry. So, we go into feet. a classic Edgar Wright, like, action shots. <laughs> like, he's putting cream in his tea. Spreading jam yeah. on a piece of toast. You know, stuff like that. But it's like... You yeah. know, like fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's talking to their other roommate, Pete, yeah. who is playing a cameo, I guess. <clears throat> and Pete's basically like, you know, Ed's a piece of shit. All he does is hang around and play video games and sell weed and stuff. And Sean's like, I'll oh, leave him alone. And <laughs> Pete's like, Pete is wearing a nice suit. Mm-hmm. Looks like he has a, a decent career. Um, and he's like, all right, I admit, he is a laugh. Remember that night we played? We stayed up all night playing Tekken 2 and drinking apple schnapps? And Sean's like, oh, yeah, when was that? And he's like, it was five years ago. It's time for <laughs> When's he going home? Yeah. <laughs> so Sean goes to his pedestrian job at like a, it's like a Radio Shack kind of. 
And on his way there, he walks past a man walking a dog, a homeless man walking a dog, and, like, a kid on a skateboard, and, like, oh, right. a bunch of yeah. random shit. And then he, like, starts walking across the street and almost gets hit by a car. <laughs> and, like, a whole bunch of shit on his way to work. And, um... He stops and gets a non-diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and something for Ed. Not yet. Not That's yet. the next okay. shot. All right. But that's, um, you see the man in the tuxedo with the flower, the boutonniere, yeah, standing and, behind him in line. Mm-hmm. And there's the um, guy that works there. Like, he sets stuff down and cashes out and all that stuff. He sees there's newspapers there and the headlines, like, you know, attacks are increasing or whatever. And yeah. he's like, eh, and then the Indian guy's like, no beer today, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes to work in his cubicle and no, it's not a cubicle. He's trying to get the team motivated. And oh, that's where right, we first right, see yeah. Rafe's ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a punk teenager punk <laughs> working at a store. Um, and he's like, Sean's like yelling at him because he's yeah. being annoying. <laughs> team and meeting is, uh, there's <laughs> team is an anagram of meat and there's an eye in meat pie or I don't know. But then he says, you know, phone's off. You know, this isn't a social hour. Yeah. But then his stepdad comes in, which is Bill Nye, the the actor guy. Um, (laughs) And he's like, you know, what does he say? He didn't forget about her mother's birthday. Your bi-monthly visit. It would be nice if you brought her flowers. (laughs) And not from a garage forecourt, I think. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Any of our European listeners, please. Maybe it's a bit of yard behind a garage and your like that you own. Maybe. <laughs> um, so he has that meeting and then... Um, Kid gives him a hard time about it. Yeah, Rafe's like... A social hour. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look, I have no problem separating my work and social life or private life or whatever. And then someone holds the phone. I was like, Liz for you. <laughs> and he's pretending it's Liz from head office. And we missed the part where she calls the house and leaves a message that she has to work late. She can't get mm, off yeah. till eight. So Sean's just kind of like breezing through the conversation because he doesn't want them to know it's actually his girlfriend, mm-hmm. Liz. It's like, yep. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, so everything's good. And he's like, yep. Bye, Liz. And he was supposed to change the reservation. Yeah. She like, doesn't know that until he gets home. So do you get my mess? Did you get my message? And he says, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything's taken care of. Yep. Right, and Sean doesn't, or Ed doesn't take down anyone's messages, but his own apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh God, this would have been back when answering machines probably occasionally still used the small tapes to actually record <laughs> audio, right? <laughs> because this would have been back in like what two thousand four, two thousand five. So Sean goes to buy flowers. Yes, zombie lady falls asleep on him on the bus. And while he is on his way, he looks out the window and sees an old man trying to get a hold of pigeons. And eventually he gets one. Oh, yeah. And he's about to bite it. And then a car goes by and he's gone. <laughs> and all the pigeons are gone, too. And I don't know. We're supposed to presume that he was, like, taken down by police or something. I don't know. He's just gone. He's just gone. Um. So he go. they go home. He goes home. And... <laughs> So he bought those flowers for his mom for the <gasps> next day. He like 
for Mother's Day. For for Mother's Day. Or for her birthday. Well, um, I don't know what it is. I forget. But that was <clears> like 24 hours. In, you don't buy flowers that far in advance for somebody. No. Well, you would like order them and pick them up on your way. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. So anyway. But anyway, Sean, or Ed's like, um, Liz rang about you two going out tonight. And then your mom rang about something about tomorrow. And then your mom rang back to know if I wanted to eat her out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Sean's like desperately trying to rebook this reservation. And I'm pretty sure it's Edgar's right, Edgar Wright's voice on the other phone. <laughs> Cause he's like, oh, sorry, we just gave away the last table. <laughs> and he's like, ah, bites the phone. <laughs> so then Liz calls. <laughs> oh yeah. There was a mix up with the reservation. Yeah. yeah. So, and I was like, Sean, don't like, don't she's like, what is the plan then? And Ed was like, you know, W Winchester. And I'm like, don't don't say the winchester and he goes the winchester and then she hangs up on him and he runs over there and takes the flowers (laughs) (laughs) and says uh um dave and diane dave and diane right Uh he's like let me up let me up or i'll climb up the balcony and and they're like the music like starts to pick up and they start zooming in and then you hear it ring again he's like please let me in (laughs) (laughs) and liz is Having a fit. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Understandably so. She gave him one last chance after a presumably long list of last chances. And- she's, a, she's a lovely lady, and she has that British glamour going on, you know? And, uh, yeah, Sean ends up not <laughs> following through. He tried to give her the flowers <laughs> without taking the card out. And he's like, oh, yeah, it was a joke. Like, the one time that I called your mom, like... And- They're for your mom, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, right before that is one of my favorite parts in this movie is when she yells at Sean and then storms off to her room and David's standing behind him and he's like, it would, it would seem your nine lives are up, Sean. And while he's saying that, Sean goes like, get fucked, four eyes. Why don't you go out with her? You love us so much. What do you suppose you mean by that? I don't know what you mean by that. Uh. So awkward. Simon uh, Pegg has a great range of facial expressions. <laughs> does. It's the teeth, I think. I think it is. Like, if his teeth didn't look like that, it, he couldn't... It's like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey has, hmm. he has fucking teeth. He does. Like, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. I would agree. Yeah, Ed doesn't quite have the, the tooth presence that Simon Pegg does. Yeah. Maybe so just, he's a huskier man. I don't know, but... So she tells him that she doesn't want to end up like all those other I forget her exact turn of phrase but she says all those other sad sacks at the bar you know wondering where their life went while you know finishing their next pint of beer uh, and, and she's like if I don't do something I'll end up like them what do you mean do something and then it cuts <laughs> to him getting shut out in the rain with his flowers yeah and so, he starts walking home and he sees all the same people no he starts seeing random zombies i think like i just think so periodically because it's already started <laughs> yeah and a little bit there's like there's like little flashes of like the news and stuff that he's walking by like people <laughs> breaking out and like into this whatever and yeah i remember seeing something very subtle and i don't remember now what it is i just remember seeing it and thinking that's interesting and i didn't make a note of it so now i don't know what it is <laughs> um so take that for what you will i think he ends up 
does he go home or does he go straight to the Winchester? To I the think Winchester. he goes straight to the Winchester. Okay, and Ed's already there. Puts the flowers in the trash. Yeah, yeah, he does like a basketball hoop of the flowers into the trash. The yeah. bin. And there's the bin. two people aggressively snogging outside by a phone booth. <laughs> yeah. Because he goes in. By the Doctor Who booth. Yeah. yeah. And he goes in and sits down with Ed and Ed convinces him to get completely trashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, what do you do after a break? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so. <laughs> and Ed makes up, well, presumably makes up backstory for all the people in the bar whenever Sean tells him that Liz said she didn't want to end up like all the other sad sacks in the bar, you know, wondering where their life went. He's like, well, there's a bunch of interesting people here. Yeah. There's like a woman that's like missing an arm or something. Well, I don't remember that. What was up with her? Uh, was she blind? What? There was um, Big Al. No, um, John, the bartender. Look, John's connected to the mafia. Look, rough demeanor, trophy wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, plus there's a rifle above the bar. <laughs> but there was like a sad woman like sitting by herself. Well, there's a porn star. She might be the porn star you're thinking of. I don't remember. I know he, I know there was multiple. There's three people that he mentioned. There was the one that uh, he said was a contract killer. There was the one that he said was connected to the mafia. That's why there was a gun above the bar and trophy wife. And then there was a third one. And I, I it might have been the porn adult. The only ones I remember are John and Bernie, the bar people, mm-hmm. snake hips or snake lips. I'm not sure what he called him. He's got those red boots yeah. at the bar. And he's like, he invented the mobile disco, you know, and <laughs> uh, right. says he strangled his first wife with a, I don't know, a shoelace or something. And then the older lady sitting in the corner booth she's an ex-porn star started in the first interracial archon loop i think that's what he said (laughs) something along those lines don't look that up (laughs) all right so and so they get shwasted and um on their way back home they see those phone booth making out people again and they're like what's the matter haven't you had your tea and as they walk away, the guy's head's like, <laughs> like hanging off by like meat, <laughs> by his face meat. And they're singing some song that I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> <recognize. gasps> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's supposed to say bass. <laughs> um, yeah, and presumably that's the first zombie that they come in contact with, um, or the first two zombies. Yeah, guess. two. Then they go home and and they're playing their like they're DJing like on their. I don't, well, yeah, their turntable, I yeah, guess. Yeah, being super fucking loud. And <laughs> and Pete comes down and rips the record off and whoops it out the window. Huh. That's the second album I ever bought. <laughs> and he uh, yells at them and he's like, I'm tired. And I like, whatever else. And they're like, what happened to your hand? Because it's all bandaged up. And he's like, I got mugged. The guy bit me. And like, <laughs> many. He... Why'd he bite you? I don't know. I didn't stop to ask him. <laughs> it's four in the fucking morning. <laughs> I think Ed says that Liz broke up with Sean, and... Sean says that. Oh, he does? He goes, we split up with Liz tonight. Yeah. And then, I forget what Ed says. He goes, like, prick. (laughs) And so Pete rounds on him, he starts yelling at him and stuff, and... That's when Sean says again. Well, I think whenever he started to walk away, like, he, he... Pete made some comment, like, okay, well, like, I gotta get up in the morning, so... Try and keep yeah, it down. Like he yeah. softens. He softens whenever he does kind of back off. <laughs> whenever Ed is like, we broke <laughs> and, up with Liz tonight. <laughs> and then Ed calls him a prick. Yeah, and yeah. he that's when he turns around and comes at him. And... <laughs> but then uh, Sean says again, I'll leave him alone. Like, 
You're always defending him, Sean. All he ever does is hold you back. Yeah. Or does it make your life easier having someone around who's more of a loser than you are? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean by that? And he's like, you know what I mean. I assume it was Liz who did the dumping. Yeah. Sort your fucking life out, mate. Yeah. And the front door is open again. <laughs> <laughs> I would be pissed if I lived in a house where somebody did that. It we did. Frustrating. We've talked about this. <laughs> it happened. And I was really, really upset because some crazy drugged up person came into our house and started talking about seeing Satan <laughs> on the doorstep. And I very, very calmly was like, yeah, why don't we go outside and talk about this? As soon as we were outside, I was like, oh, I forgot something inside and closed the door. <laughs> And then he went across the road and started banging on the neighbor's door. <laughs> then he went across the room, or he went across to the other side of the house and came in through the open door. And we were in the bedroom, and we heard him walking in the hall, and yeah. Vic opens the door and, like, pokes his head out, and there's just this fucking guy standing in the house. I was and... like, call the police. He's in the house again. So I walked over <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> Let's go outside again. Because <laughs> the first time I opened the door and he kind of, like somewhat aggressively pushed his way in and it was just weird and he was telling me about like he didn't know he's like I don't know if I believe in demons and whatever but like I saw something on that porch and like, it's like oh my god man so anyway yes it's really really fucking annoying if you're if you live with somebody else close the fucking door if you live by yourself close the fucking door are you trying to get killed I mean like, that's your choice my doors are closed and locked 24 hours a day both spiritually and physically yes so, Sean, or Ed passes out on the couch, I guess. Yeah. And Sean goes and he writes on a whiteboard on the fridge and then he collapses into a chair and then, like, it time shifts and, like, it's daytime. Yeah. Which would have only been, like, two and a half hours yeah. later. <laughs> and he gets up and what does the whiteboard say? Something like... It says, go around mums. Oh, that's right. Get Liz back, sort life out. That's right. yeah. Something like that. <laughs> uh, and that's when he... Wakes up and Ed is already on the couch playing games. No, he's he's laying there with a blanket. Oh, that's right. I'll, I'll keep everybody in line tonight. I'm good on this one. So <laughs> Sean comes in and uh, turns the TV on. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He comes into the living room and he goes, you want anything from the shop? Uh, and right. Ed's just laying there. He's like, Cornetto, right. which is like their ice cream of choice, uh, I guess, for these three movies. Um, and now this why, leads in. I'm sorry. That is why it's called the Cornetto Trilogy. Oh, that's right. Which I didn't know what that was because I didn't pay enough attention. <laughs> well, it took me until I read the sub because he was like corner out, and I'm like, what the fuck did he say? But then yeah. the subtitles corn toes. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, you go to a store and there's like an ice cream cone, and like you just peel the top off, and there's like cardboard paper yeah. around it. You can just it's like a taco taco. I mean, it's like it's probably just a standard. Of yeah, their but it's a cone. Cream. Yeah, we have those too. It looks like someone put ice cream on a cone and then dipped it in like somehow liquid chocolate but it also froze instantly so there must be some kind of like really cool apparatus that like it's super hot and then freezes it instantly i do like watching shows where they show the assembly lines for <laughs> shit i really do too because i'm this like is made. wow no shit that's how they make smarties or how they make how they, how they make this or how they what's that show called how they make this how they made that how this was made maybe that's what it is but i love that show like i watched pins being made one time and i was like i am quite literally fascinated pins yeah <laughs> fasten Aiden? Oh, I was <laughs> I was going to say riveted, because that's kind of how they're made. But I thought that I would get laughed out, or pushed out, or shot. Um, at any rate, this leads into one of my favorite scenes of any movie of all time. Oh, wow. Sean 
walks out the front door to do his usual walk to the the convenience store mm-hmm. and back. Which we've seen already. We have. Half of it. But this whole scene from when he leaves the front door until he gets back in the front door is completely uncut. There's not one cut of the camp. Like, it was one solid thing. One take. Yes, one take. One take. And so he... Go ahead. They take the, the whole scene from before, and he sees all of the same people, but they're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're walking around Just fucking dead. And there's, subtly like... Subtly misses little clues. <laughs> there's cars that are, like, crashed into things on the road. There's people running in the background. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's just like, well, I don't... Oh, there, there was a lady, like, watering her garden, like, at her front door, and, like, she's just, like, sprawled there dead, like, yeah. on her front porch. Yeah. There's blood on the door when he opens it up, but he's looking he's, like, at something else. counting his change yeah. in his hand as and he's walking. He slips on blood in the convenience yeah. store. Oh, 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 and then writes leaves, himself. leaves the money there and says something like, I owe you... 15p. 15p. Pence, I think. I thought pence were more than P. I know quid is more than... I don't know. Quid's like a dollar, I think. I'm sorry for our ignorance. My ignorance, at least. I mean, they keep changing their fucking currency. It's not our problem. (laughs) Like, I think they have a branch in the government that just sits in the room and is like, what's the cute names we're going to give our currency this year? (laughs) Like, these will be like potsies or something. Yeah, make them a winkle. (laughs) Five winkles. These will be cat flippies and... uh, (laughs) No offense, but they do have charming things for everything they do. do. So so he, he gets on his way back and... Gets back in the house and sits down, and that's when it comes to my favorite scene. Oh, the zombie homeless guy comes up. His dog's not on the leash oh, anymore. Oh, that's right. But he's holding his hands out, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't even have enough for the fucking shop uh, I, didn't, I didn't have enough for the shop, <laughs> and then walks past. But he sits back down and uh, gives Ed his ice cream, and then starts watching the news. No, he's looking for Ed. I thought he was watching the news by this point. No. Because he's standing in the window. Sean comes back in and he doesn't see Ed, so he opens his diet soda now. Well, then there's definitely a part that we missed. Because there's a part where he's scrolling through the news. That's later. That's right before the front door guy comes in. Oh, wait. Yeah, I'm almost positive. There's a part where he's scrolling through the news and it's it's like sh- alarming events or shocking news from around the world. Oh, because and there's he's like panic flipping. in the streets of London. And he's like shipping, or uh, he's, he's channel surfing. And every time he surfs... <laughs> It finishes the previous statement with what's actually going on. That's such good But he writing. doesn't he figure it out. <laughs> Panic in the He's streets like, of London. People are literally being, and he changes it to a na- nature documentary. It's like, eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then he changes it to something else. It's like, they're uh, recommending that people remain indoors, stay inside, don't try to connect, uh, contact loved ones, and that's when... Okay, no, I think this is... Yeah, because he comes back, he doesn't see Ed. Yeah. And he's watching the news, and then Ed's like... There's a girl in the garden. Yeah. And he looks up and Ed's like behind the curtain, like looking through the window. And he's like, Yeah, what? I don't think it got quite got to don't try and contact your loved ones yet. I think that Something was Something happens because it starts like the music starts yeah. to pick okay, up and he on. starts to figure it out. Let's and chill that's... out. I am so... incapable of doing that. <laughs> Let's go out. Oh, well, okay. Sean and Ed go out <laughs> to confront the girl in the garden. Okay. That's what happens next. And they're like, oh, man, she's so drunk. Like, oh, this is funny. And Ed's, like, taking pictures taking pictures with, like, a disposable camera. He's like, oh, come on. They're, like, leading her out of the garden. Yeah. And and she keeps, like, coming up to Sean. And he's like, I'm going to have to get physical. Like, I mean it. And he pushes her. And she falls, like, and impales herself on, like, a, 
like a broken umbrella stand or something. Something. For like a patio. It's like a pipe, yeah, sticking yeah. up out of the ground. But then, like, they're both like, oh. And she, like, starts to, like, push herself up off of the pipe. And yeah. then she's missing an impossibly large hole right in through the her center spine. of her spine and stomach. Yeah, which... I mean, internal organs don't just stay open like that, and cavities don't just stay open, but it's a cool shot. It is. Because <laughs> you're looking through the hole at Sean and Ed, yeah. and that's when they go back inside. Well, first, real quick, uh, Ed starts winding up the real oh, disposable right. camera, and <laughs> Sean hits that out of his hand. <laughs> Slaps that out of his hand. He just starts going, right, right, right. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that is quite possibly my favorite part of that movie is the the newsreel that he's like or the channel surfing that he does yeah it's like people there are reports of people literally being eaten alive which has caused panic on the streets of London <sighs> so yeah Sean slaps the camera out of Ed's hand and then when they turn around there is a massive zombie behind them slowly <laughs> shuffling towards them uh, yeah very very large man <laughs> Reminds me of the big ones from Left, Left 4 Dead, Dead 2. Oh, a boomer over here. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then they go inside, and uh, Sean is trying 999, I guess, their emergency service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, it's engaged. A fire engine. It's engaged, Ed. It's one number, and it's engaged. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want a fire engine for, anyway? Something with flashing lights, you know? <laughs> and Sean's like, are they still out there? And he opens the curtains and they're like clawing at the window panes. <laughs> he closes it and says something like, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, what do we do? And he's like, have a sit down. <laughs> and so they're watching the news then. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, the attackers can be stopped by removing the head or destroying the brain. Oh, and make sure all entrances and exits to your homes are closed and locked and like they look at each other because they always leave the front door open and then they look up and then tuxedo man is like shuffling into the living room and he's like oh he's got an arm off (laughs) (laughs) again um simon peg being super expressive like slams his hands down on the couch he's like jesus (laughs) i I guess they throw a bunch of stuff at him like a magazine and like the remote for the tv (laughs) and then Ultimately, they use a Sean's glass standing there like, ashtray, right? He's like, just going like this, and yeah, Sean, or Ed, uh, takes like a real thick crystal ashtray and yeah. smashes it over his head. Which would hurt, especially if you hit it hard enough to break it, oh, that would be really <laughs> painful. And Sean's like, oh! oh I'm going to shut the front door. But <laughs> if something like that is going to hit you, you would want it to break. Like, you, you wouldn't want it to just bounce off, because that's going to hurt more. Well, okay. If someone throws a beer bottle at you, I don't, hopefully it breaks. I don't know what that was that just came out of my mouth now. <laughs> so here's the thing. The amount of force that it takes to break a glass bottle. Uh, I'm going to close the front door. And he goes and does that, and then they're watching the news. And it says that you should remain inside. Uh, Headshots. Yeah. Do not attempt to engage the attackers. And- yeah. Don't try to rescue loved ones. Stay indoors. You know, make sure that all entrances and exits are barred. Exits. And, um, <laughs> and that's when they're, they're talking. And he says, well, like, it's safe here. It's secure. As long as you stay here, we'll be fine. And that's when the glass breaks. And they look oh, at each other. Yeah. And Ed's like, we should get out there. And so they get like a wash basket full of like plates and like yeah. 
slipper hooks and <laughs> and they run out there and Mar- uh, the Mary and Big Zombie are very slowly shuffling towards yeah. them. <laughs> and so they throw everything in the basket, including the basket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Ed picks up the record that Pete threw out the window and he whips it at the Big Zombie yeah. and it breaks in his face and like a piece. we're going to need that later. <laughs> And the sound it makes is awesome. <laughs> the sound design is great. It's like, wow, as it flies through the air <laughs> and then hits the zombie. And So they go back inside and um, they start having a conversation about what they're going to do next. Well, they go to the shed and they get no. all of his records. Well, no, they go inside and get his record case. Well, and then come back out. They don't go oh, to the shed yet. That's right. They don't. Oh, right, right, right. But okay, they're flipping right. through, and Ed just throws one, and he's like, "Ed, that was an original pressing." Yeah. <laughs> and so looking through, like, you know, can I do this one? Can I do this one? Can I do this one? The Batman soundtrack. Throw, throw it. it. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. That was Liz's. Throw it. Like. <laughs> and that's Sean's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to the shed." He's like, "I thought you said it was locked," and he just like crashes through the door. <laughs> And that's where they get their signature cricket bat and shovel. It's a really good size shovel for thwacking people too. Thwacking it is. It's, it's a, like is a, it like a mid-sized shovel? Like... It's like a coal shovel. Yeah, okay. it's a very right, narrow, yeah. uh, uh, or not narrow, the opposite. It's a very uniform square head. It doesn't taper towards the end at all. Mm. And they're <laughs> like, uh, "Which one do you want, the girl or the bloke?" Uh, the first one. And so they switch spots, <laughs> yeah. and then they they kill the zombies. Oh, and there was a joke that we missed. When he first goes yeah. to work at the Radio Shack or whatever it is, uh, the young kid's like, you've got red on you. And he's, yeah. his pen leaked into his pocket. Because he was fiddling <laughs> with it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and then his stepdad's like, you've got red on you. And then they're sitting down on the couch after beating the zombies to death. And Ed's like, you've got red on you. As he's eating his <laughs> ice cream. Down, he's like... <laughs> so he goes upstairs to get washed up. Or no... They, they, this is where they make a plan. Well, that's and when the news says that anyone who's been bitten should be quarantined immediately as the infection travels through bites, I think, or something, oh, something like that. Yeah. And they're, they're both stop and look at each other, and then they look upstairs to where presumably Pete is. And they're like, Pete? Like, up the stairs. <laughs> at the stairs. Pete. They were kind of doing, like, the, the thing from Clue where they're, like, back-to-back walking up the stairs because, like, neither of them wants to be first <laughs> because they don't want to get stabbed yeah. by the person behind them. Well, Ed goes, Oi, prick! Yeah, and they both flinch. <laughs> and nothing happens. Uh, and he's like, he's not in. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where they make their plan. Yeah. Well, and they go out and they see Pete's car is still there. They're yeah. like, okay, well, where is he if his car's here? Um, well, maybe he got a lift into work. He said he wasn't feeling well. Mm. And uh, so they make a plan. And Sean's plan is, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go out. We're going to get in Pete's car. We're going to take Pete's car over to Liz's house. We're going to rescue Liz, take her back to the car, drive over to my mom's house, kill whatever his Philip. name is. Oh, yeah, because Philip. Go around um, mom's. Kill Philip. Yeah. <laughs> his mom called and said that Philip wasn't feeling very well and that he had been attacked the night yeah. before. And, um, yeah. just, Mom, were you bitten? Mom, she's like, No, he's like, Oh, thank God. Philip was okay. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, this is when they say, We're coming to get you, Barbara, yeah. which is a, it's a reference to Night of the Living Dead, the, the first yeah. real zombie movie ever. <laughs> And, uh, and so they, uh, and he's like, yeah, so we'll, we'll go get Liz, go over to my mom's house, <laughs> kill Philip, get my mom, rescue her. And like, they'll come whatever. back to the house. Come yeah. Back to the house. And then they'll go hole like, up at, at Liz's house. No, 
they want to come back to their house first. And Sean's like, no, we can't bring them back here. It's not exactly secure, is it? And Ed's like, yeah, look at the state of it. Yeah. And he's like, all right. What well, do they do? Ed makes a, an argument. He's like, well, we're not staying at Liz's house because I'm not like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere like, that I'm not comfortable. Take Pete's car, get mom, kill Phil, and then go back to Liz's house and hold up. And Ed's like, no, no, no. If we're going to hold up, I want to be somewhere. I know where the exits are and I want to be allowed to smoke. <laughs> he's like, and they look at each other. And he's like, take Pete's car, grab mom, kill Phil, grab Liz. Go to the Winchester, have a nice pint, and wait for all this to blow over. Yeah. Every time they make a plan, it ends up with have a blank and wait for all this to blow over. And it sh- zooms up on Sean's face and it goes, bing, as he <laughs> winks and drink, takes a drink. And, you know, that hit me a little different after living through a global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, hit me I a mean, little... yeah, it hit me different, too. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hit me a little different than it, uh. It did before I lived through a global pandemic. Uh, but just um, so so they're working each other up. Oh, oh, he's like, um, are there any zombies out there? Ed asked Sean as he's peering through the mail slot, and he's like, "Don't say that. Don't say that. What? That? What? The, the Z word. The Z word. Don't say it. It's <laughs> ridiculous." <laughs> So just, they're working each other up to run out to the car, and Sean's like, "I got to do a wee first. Yeah. And so he runs upstairs, gives Ed the key, Ed the keys to the car. Like splashes some water on his face. <laughs> and then as he's doing that, sees, he shuts the mirror yeah, cabinet. And sees a shadow behind the shower curtain. Because apparently that's where zombies go. Well, presumably well, he I was think in Pete the shower. got into the shower to get a shower and then became a zombie. And then zombie. But yeah. <laughs> we also did kind of skip over. If you if you haven't seen Shadow of the Dead, you should. If you haven't seen any of the Edgar Wright movies, you should. But um, they are, I think I'm using this term correctly, they're cyclical. So things tend to repeat themselves a lot. And that's yeah. what happened earlier. <laughs> He's in the bathroom brushing his teeth and getting ready oh, during that right. montage. And then he looks at the mirror and closes it. And Pete's there behind him. And he's like, the front door was open again yeah, last night. Yeah, front door was open again. And he's like, <laughs> and that's the same thing he does now. Like, he, they do the montage of him, like, putting on a different shirt. And you see him take off his name tag and throw it on the sink. And then he looks up and closes the mirror and sees Pete's shadow in the in the shower. And then Pete starts zombieing his way out of the mm-hmm. curtain. <laughs> he's like, we were going to go to the Winchester for a point if you wanted to come. Uh, um, I know you weren't feeling well, so I'm going to leave you here. <laughs> <clears throat> and he runs downstairs and Ed's like Pete would be so pissed off if he knew I was driving his car he's like I don't think so yeah, <laughs> yeah he earlier when they were trying to decide they're formulating their plans um, Ed says can I drive and he's like why do you want to drive and he's like it might be the only chance I have to drive Pete's car like, alright <laughs> pause for a second woof woof but I just I love it's <laughs> It's kind of morbid, but I love that both of them have the same reaction where he's, she's like, some, some men got in the house when he's talking to his mom and he's like, were you bitten? And, and, you know, she's like, no, no, no. But, but Philip was, and he's like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> and then Ed goes, what's wrong with Barbara? Is she hurt? And he's like, no, no, <laughs> Philip is. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so they run out of the car I mean, there's hijinks throughout the whole movie, but they get in the car and they're driving yeah. to Barbara's house. And the hill and put, he puts in a cassette tape. I don't know what they're listening to. I don't really like it. It's loud as fuck. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And they hit somebody and Sean's like, go back. And he's like, well, he's going to be dead either way. And he's like, that's not the point. And they back up the car and the guy like looks up and he's all zombie and stuff. And he's like, oh, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. 
<laughs> and they continue on, and <laughs> as they pull in, Ed sees that Philip has a uh, Jaguar, nineteen Jaguar, eighty something Jaguar, Jaguar. And he's like, "Oh, hello." And he's like, "I better, I better stay and protect the car and make sure that we have a way to get out." So you go in, and he's like, "All right." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, Philip won't let anyone near it. I once put half a Mars bar." Behind the glove box, and he chased me around the garden with a bit of wood. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, the garden is the backyard. So, <laughs> I, I always, because they call it a garden, I always picture Beatrix Potter books, like the the rabbits and the farmer, <laughs> like chasing them around the carrot garden. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like Looney Tunes style. Uh, so, uh... Sean goes in, finds Barbara. She's being completely nonchalant about everything and almost in shock. And he's talking to her and he's like, Mom, we got to go. She's like, go where? And he's like, we have to go somewhere safe. It's, it's not safe here. And she's like, well, we have to take Philip. He's like, we have to leave him here. How much do you really love Philip? <laughs> she's like, what is this about, Sean? Did you know on several occasions he touched me? And she just <laughs> stares him down. That's not true. That's not true. I made that up. I shouldn't I'm have done sorry. that. I'm sorry. <laughs> That is a really heinous it thing to say about thing somebody. To <laughs> I mean, he's acting in her best interest, yes. but still. Um, but still. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're getting into an argument about it. And he goes, Mom, how about our tea? You make the sandwiches and I'll deal with Philip. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Has no idea. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, okay. So he walks, walks in with over. his cricket bat. Yeah, and there's Bill Nye in all his gentlemanly form sitting in a, I don't know. Sweaty armchair. and looking sick and with a, a blanket on, presumably, because he's freezing and having chills. <laughs> and Sean books his head around and goes, Philip. And he goes, uh, he's like, ah, and like jumps back with the bat. He's, he's about <laughs> well, to hit him. Yeah, he walks up with the bat and he's like, I'm so sorry, Philip. And he's like, why? What have you done oh, now? Yeah, what have yeah, you yeah. done now? And he's like, nothing. He's the quintessential, like, old man yeah like older stepdad i guess yeah because like they're you know he's oh this is a big fuss over nothing you know yeah she's like well i really think we should wait for the doctor and he's like i ran it under a cold tap yeah (laughs) (laughs) i had my jabs back in vietnam or something like that. the isle of white that's right god (laughs) i don't know history (laughs) oh no um so i don't remember oh um he eventually Somebody says something him. about being a man. Oh. Oh, his mom says Wait. something like, I would wish you would be like more grown up about it. And Philip stands up and he's like, yeah, Sean, sometimes you, you just got to be a man. And he's like holding his cricket bat. But then like it shows him like walking and dragging the bat out as they go to the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ed's in the jag. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, where's the other car? And he's like, yeah. I craned it. <laughs> it's wrapped around a telephone pole. Yeah. So Ed asks him, he's like, what happened to Philip? He's like, change of plans. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> so they go to get in the car, and that's when they get attacked. And poor Philip gets chowed on. Yeah, he gets good. bitten on the neck then. Pretty good. And Sean, like, fights the zombies off, and they get in the jag, and they're... Ed's playing his stupid music again. And they go over to Liz's, and um, 
Sean runs up to the front door. He's like trying to make himself presentable. And he goes to ring the bell. Oh, he does ring the bell, but then realizes there's zombies behind him. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave and Di are there by the, the comm or whatever. And they're like, hello. And then you hear his outside climbing up the window noises. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> uh... And. <laughs> Presumably. Yoshi noise. <laughs> Presumably this is one more spark. Spart? <laughs> Spart. This, this is, is when we're Spartan. Spartan! Um, presumably, this is when we are, we are supposed to assume that he is starting to realize that he needs to make a change and put in effort and follow things through because he now actually does climb up the balcony instead of waiting for them to buzz him in like he didn't do earlier. Like he said he was going to and then didn't do. Like he follows through this time and puts in the effort to actually climb up and get up on the top of the balcony and that's how he gets in um, and tells them all they have to go and... David's a prick about it. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> I don't remember all the nuances of this conversation. Oh, Liz is like, so you have a plan, like this time. And he's like, we're going to the Winchester. Um, so they grab the blunt objects. Well, they have to, like, David's like, I'm not going anywhere. And then <laughs> he's like, Diana, you're not staying here. Okay, well, I'm coming with you. <laughs> like, and that's because he doesn't want to do what Sean says because he thinks that Sean's idea is a terrible idea. Right. <clears throat> but Sean's idea wasn't a terrible idea because they want to go to the Winchester because it's got big, heavy doors, bolts, and like. And a, a gun. A gun. But. Oh, which. <laughs> they keep Al, bringing up the, the mafia thing. Yeah. It's a real gun. Big Al says so. Yeah, well, Big Al also says dogs can't look up. <laughs> look, look up. He said something. Wasn't there something else attached to that? Mm, not that I remember. No, it was just look up. Big Al also think... says dogs okay. can't look up. <laughs> um, I think they can, but uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, so they all cram into the Jag, and then, and this is where Barbara and Liz meet for the first time ever. <laughs> it's like, nice to meet you. <laughs> As they're all crammed in. He talks in. about you all the time. Liz, mom. Mom, Liz. And he's like, sorry that you're, uh, you know, crammed in back there. And like, how's everyone doing? And um, this is when Sean and uh, Philip have more of a heart-to-heart. And he tells him that, in, in a way, like, he was, he was always hard on him. And, you know, he was sorry. He just doesn't understand, like, the responsibility of being a father. And he was already so old whenever they started you know whenever he came into his life and like it's actually kind of touching and it's true you know you don't realize the kind of responsibilities and like your perspective from you know as as a kid is very different than what your perspective is as an adult whenever you have children it's very different so it's kind of actually kind of touching and sweet and i just wanted you to be strong and not give up because you lost your dad yeah and that he thought it could be him as a role model yeah like I, I i never wanted to replace him i just wanted you to look up to me as a role model it was actually kind of sweet and then he Kind of slumps over. Well, he says, uh, take care of your mom. Yeah. There's a good lad. And then he dies. Yeah. <laughs> so Ed, or Sean makes Ed stop the car. And Ed's kind of a douche about it. And he's like, mom, I'm sorry. Philip's gone. And <laughs> Where's he gone? <laughs> Where's he gone? <laughs> no, 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 he no, hasn't. He's, he's right there. He's gone. <laughs> That's no, he's not... dead. No, he's not. He's <laughs> 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 so like, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> they don't let him out. He like the safety. They had made note yeah. of the child safety locks being on earlier. Oh yeah, because they go out and he's like, "Philip, have you still got the child locks on?" <laughs> safety first, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they 
they end up getting out of the jag and yeah, locking, locking Philip in. With music playing really loud. <laughs> and he's like, Mom, he was my dad, but there's nothing left of the man you loved in there now. Nothing. And he, like, shuts the stereo off. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> so then they have, like, a hike through the the back gardens of people's. Yes. Now, this here's a joke that comes into play later on, too. Um, oh, the fence. Thracely. Yeah. Yeah. They ask Sean if they're close, and he sees Snake Lips guy, his boots, and he's being eaten by a bunch of younger women zombies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I think so. And so he's like, the Winchester's right over there, and David's like, across all those garden fences. And he's like, what's the matter, David? Never taking a shortcut. And he goes to vault over the fence, and like that section falls over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, come on. <laughs> And this, they start preparing, and they're trying to figure out... Oh, as they're they're moving on, they encounter the other group of survivors. Yeah. And there's the mirrored version With of Yvonne. everyone. Yes, Yvonne. Martin Which Freeman's we did see in, once before. Instead of Sean, yes. it's Yvonne. Um, and, and Martin Freeman's in that group. I believe, unless I'm mistaken, which I might be, but I'm pretty sure the actress playing Yvonne is the actress from the show Spaced, um, which was his counterpart. Um Hang on, we're getting confirmation I'm not now. as convinced about that. He's getting out his handy-dandy notebook. So, there's fun mirrored versions of everyone as they walk by. Hello. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm spaced. And then there's um, Ed and the other version of Ed that walk by each other just going, huh, as they're on their phones. Um, and at some point right around here, Barbara says, I think this is where, and she says... Derek and someone live. I do think Jill and Derek live yeah. around here. And Sean says, not anymore. And like... They keep on walking. And... There's Derek but, all dead in the window. Yeah, like on a sliding glass door. Because she's still presumably kind of in shock at this point. Like, she just... She doesn't quite comprehend what's happening. And I, I don't think it's all her willingness to not believe. I think that she can't comprehend what's happening. She's like every guy's mom. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Like, like yeah, sweet. she still doesn't comprehend what's going on so they're but they're trying to formulate their plan and ed starts counting or sean starts no start. he goes wait are we all here and diane's like yeah one two three four five yep and he's like there's six of us <laughs> and that's you hear his mom yelp yeah. and so he goes like vaulting over the fence <laughs> and hits the trampoline and, like, and that's when he goes flying over and does a roll but then kills whoever that guy is well yeah he Hits him with a bunch of stuff, and then Liz and Diane throw him the... I don't know what that thing is. It's like a... What do you call that? Like, I think it's a, like a tennis... It's a tennis ball attached to a string on a pole. So I think it's for practicing like your <laughs> tennis swing or something. It's it's almost like a... Um, I don't know. What the hell do they call that thing? Okay. So he swings it around like a flail. <laughs> like, and yes. the tennis ball is like... <laughs> and he's like, no, that's rubbish. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and like make it a stabbing motion. It's, it's so true. It's like every every like man child when you're handed that's the first thing you think, and that's what he does. He's like, yes, and starts spinning around like he's gonna do something. Maybe if it was wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> so he pins the zombie to the tree, and then takes his. Very short little walk up the uh, the ladder to the back of the slide. <laughs> the, just clunk, clunk, the child clunk, slide. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> it comes back down. Like, <laughs> like, is it clear? He's like, no, no. <laughs> How many are there? Lots. 
<laughs> and then they zoom up and you realize that it's just a sea. There's, yeah, there's like hundreds um, between them and the Winchester. But in um, Hot Fuzz, they're chasing a punk who was stealing cookies from a grocery store for yeah. some reason. And so the kid takes a shortcut and <laughs> just as Ed like runs up and he's like, ah, <laughs> uh, Nicholas Frost, um, the good cop. <laughs> He's like, what's the matter, Danny? Never taken a shortcut before. And then he does, like, these crazy, like, backflips over the fences. And then Nick Frost, he's like, he gets all pumped up by it. And he's like, they play this rock and roll music. And he goes to run after him. He just goes crashing through the fence. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. So it's somewhere around here that they come up with the idea that they're going to pretend to be zombies in order to get through the zombies. Um, And that's where... Uh, Diane comes in because she can direct them. Because she's been, <laughs> she's an actress. She's got that she, part in that play that one time. <laughs> Wasn't she like a theater major in college or something? It was something like something that. like that. She's an artsy fartsy lady. <laughs> so she's giving them direction and like th- she's going down the line and trying <laughs> like a drunk who's lost a bet. <laughs> it comes to Barbara. Barbara's like. She's like, Barbara, that is excellent. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, dear. I was miles away. <laughs> look at look at his eyes. They're vacant with a hint of sadness. Like a drunk who's lost a bet. I just love that overly dramatic description. <laughs> I think Ed tries to do it. And he's like, uh. And Sean's like, oh, come on. That's rubbish. And he's what like, that? uh. And like... <laughs> Well, who made you fucking king of the zombies? Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he does how would you do it then? And he like, <laughs> and like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and this, uh, they say, they're like, Ed, he's like, he's like, I don't want to. And they're like, Ed, come on. Like, you have to practice. And he says, I'll do it on the night. I'll do it on the night. Meaning the night of? Like the night of the performance. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought, he, I thought it was some theater joke that I just didn't get. Um, and, so they they do that. <laughs> they do, and it in goes well. A line, <laughs> except Barbara, <laughs> like they're pretending to be zombies, and poor Barbara's just like, oh, excuse me, like, <laughs> walking around zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so they, they do get to the Winchester. They do, and, and then as, as they're passing by, she pulls the flowers out of the trash can, and Liz says, uh, "No, Uh-oh. sorry." No? They get to the Winchester, and Sean's like, John, Bernie, let us in. It's Sean and Ed. We come here all the time. Oh, right, right. And then... Ed's phone rings. Yeah. And, and he's he, like, two seconds. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I can't right now. There's this whole thing, like, and he's just talking no, super loud. Out, and, like, yeah. <laughs> Sean's Sean... behind him with his hands on his hips, like a, an angry dad. <laughs> he slaps the phone out of his hand. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, fuck off. And he's like, you fuck off. Stop fucking off. (laughs) And then he kind of reams Ed out for kind of being shitty and like dragging Sean down and stuff. And And then the zombies start (laughs) closing in on them. Yeah, Diane's like, we have a problem. Like, Sean. And he's like, what? Oh. And like all the zombies are like standing there staring at him. (laughs) And they, he, he lures them away. Yeah. So that. Um, whoever can go around the back and let them in. Or he's planning on doing that. Yeah. And then David throws a fucking chair through the door. Trash can. Whatever. Um, and that's where the flowers were. Presumably, I guess he dumped yes. them out. That makes sense. And 
Um, they fall on the ground and everybody goes in, except for Sean. Sean leads the zombies away. Everybody else goes in and Barbara grabs the flowers and goes, I think these are for me. And like, <laughs> takes them in with her. Yeah, she's so sweet. What else was she in? <clears throat> I'll have to see. She was in something. Yeah, she's kind of like prolific over there. Was mm-hmm. it Broadchurch? Uh, not that I remember. But possibly. It was it's been a while since I've seen that. <clears throat> anyway, um so They all go inside, they barricade the window that was broken to get in. Um they start looking around and kind of She's in downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey. Oh, the the big friendly giant. Oh, BFG. Who's she in that? I haven't watched it. So. She wasn't Liam Neeson. <laughs> Who was he in that? He was the giant. Seriously, <laughs> I'm almost positive. I mean, it could okay. be wrong, but <clears throat> at any rate, they're they're waiting for Sean to come back, and David's like trying to assume command. Yes, and uh, I'm seeing Mark Rylance as the BFG here. Oh, who was also in Shaun of the Dead? I think my mistake. I don't know what I was thinking of. Rebecca Hall. That's the girl from The Awakening. Hmm. She um, she was the Queen of England <laughs> in uh, the BFG. I haven't seen that. Penelope Wilton. Oh, it's I seen funny. Rafe Spall was in it, too. Really? Yep. Yeah, huh. he was like Prince Henry or something. Prince Henry. What? Um, okay, so anyway, they are all inside, and then Sean manages to find his way back. Well, they're trying to decide what they're going to do, and, and he's... Saying that <clears throat> they're trying to figure out, uh, you know, what to do now and what. Basically, that Sean's not coming back. Yeah. Mm, yeah. David, yeah, David's like, so he just buggered off and left us here. And Liz is like, he's coming back. And he's like, why? Because he said he would. Because he promised. What yeah. we, what's his plan going to amount to besides sitting here, you know, and we got our pig snacks and our. <laughs> I don't know the names they have for snacks. Yeah, he's like something <laughs> peanuts, and he says, "What are we going to do here besides? What are we going to do if he does come back? Besides, sit here in the dark and eat peanuts, <laughs> and then starts throwing snacks around." And well, like, I think Ed's like get some idiom for getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> get hammered, get wasted, or something. Starts throwing around different snacks, and he's like, "We have our whatevers and whatevers," and then he says, "And our hog lumps," and he goes to throw them, and Sean catches them, <laughs> which is actually pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so presumably he got in through the back. <laughs> yeah, and Liz is like, "So what is the plan then?" And he's like, uh, "And like they are sitting in the dark, drinking beer <laughs> and eating snacks, going." <laughs> and I would like a peanut. <laughs> and then at some point, right around here, they're starting to formulate what they're actually going to do. And so it's about getting the power back on. And um, well, the lights on the street come on. Oh, that's and right. He's like, "That means it's the breakers. It's the power grid's still on." So he goes and well. uh David says something about, like, I, I wasn't the one here having uh, a tip with my girlfriend. Boyfriend. My boyfriend. And he's like, he's not my boyfriend. And that's when Ed's like, gives him a beer. And he's like, might be a bit warm the coolers off. Thanks, like, babe. <laughs> it's just a really cute exchange. <laughs> well, and Liz, what did David say? David wanted to turn the TV on or something. And Liz is like, we don't want to advertise our whereabouts more than we already have. And then when Sean's like... The power's on. I'll just go flip the breakers for, like, the TV and the lights and stuff. And David's like, well, we don't want to advertise our whereabouts more than we already have. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, you douche. 
So he he goes back to to flip the breakers and I think realizes, no, they pan past a door and it's like the office and something's banging on the door, growling. And so he goes over and flips all the lights on and he goes over and looks out the back door where he came in and there's now a light on back there. Well, when he's flipping breakers, he flips the one for the TVs. And then he looks and he flips one and it's just a light right there and there's like zombies at the window yeah. and he just turns it off, shuts the blind. <laughs> then he closes the door and comes back out. It's like a problem. And then the um, lights start flickering and the jukebox tries to turn on because it's on a timer because whenever well, he and Liz first broke up... They were in there, and he's like, oh, who played this fucking song? And then he's like... (laughs) For fuck's sake. It's on a timer. (laughs) Before this, um, Ed asks Liz for a quid. Yes. Which I think is like a one-pound coin. Mm. And he plays that video game that he was playing, and it makes a ton of noise and stuff. I think it's, yeah, pinball or something. And he tells her that the zombies followed him, and she's like, well, it's okay. He's like... Well, she's to be extra quiet. And she's to be extra quiet. And then she goes, oh, no. And he's like, what? (laughs) And then you hear the ding ding because he puts the coin in. They're like, ah, no! That thing shows up in the rest of the movies, too. (laughs) Whatever game that is. Um, So that's when they shut off all the lights and everything. And, like, the zombies start encroaching on the windows. And, like, they're all putting, like, their hands on each other's shoulders. And then John comes out and... Who's, who's shoulder... I guess it's Sean. Yeah, I think it's Sean. <laughs> they're they're all, like, scared and putting their hands on each other's shoulders. And then all of a sudden, John's hand, like, <laughs> grabs Sean and he's a zombie. And, and then the jukebox comes on. Yeah, because he tells <laughs> Diane to go in the back and start flipping switches to try to find the one for... David. Is it David? I thought it was... He tells David to kill the queen. Oh, that's right. Because it's playing a queen that's song. That's right. And he's like, what? All right. And he's like, the jukebox. And he's like, the jukebox. Yeah. <laughs> Starts off with that awesome piano melody. <laughs> Tonight. I don't know if yeah. you can sing that. Uh, probably not. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Having a good time. And, that's when they and they, they have this awesome choreographed fight with John the Zombie <laughs> to a Queen song. John the Zombie. Hitting him with pool cues. Yeah. The right time. Smack, oh, and they're trying to figure smack. out what to do. And Ed's like, there's the rifle. And they're like, it's not real. <laughs> yeah. And then he shoots him. After they kill John. Yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> hold, like he's grappling him. And Diane starts throwing darts. And one lands right between them. And he's like, no, no. The left. The left. <laughs> And she throws another one and it hits him, or almost hits him in the head. And he's like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then she, yeah, the third one hits Sean right in the skull. Directly. He's like, ah. <laughs> His scream is just amazing. <laughs> that was just a great whole scene. And David's trying to shut the breakers off, but he's yeah. flipping like every fucking breaker. And like the lights at the Winchester are yeah, all like flashing. That's when they and... start flashing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes a rave. And then I think they eventually dispatch John by shoving him into the jukebox. Liz hits him a couple times with a fire extinguisher and then oh, like blows right. it in his face. <laughs> and Again. then Ed throws Sean the rifle and he's like, oh, and he uses it to like smack John yeah. and then, yeah, shove him into the jukebox and shut it off. And he's like, for the last time, Ed, and then it fires. <laughs> Fine. And then pulls the dart out of his head and goes, but dog can look up. <laughs> oh, that's a great scene. Uh, so then David gets his panties all in a twist and <clears throat> is standing next to one of the windows, like, screaming at Sean. Well, okay. Just before that, 
uh, Liz discovers that Barbara was bitten at the house. Ah, uh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. It's so sad, because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because they're... They fight off, like, a slight invasion of zombies. Yeah. And he manages to shoot one through the head, and that's enough to, like, stall the horde. Yeah. So, he sees that Liz is concerned with Barbara, so he gives the rifle to Ed, and then Ed gives the rifle to Diane, and then she gives it to David, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they each say the same thing every time, and I don't remember what the line is. But it's something like, here, hold this, or, like... Take over. I wouldn't be any good with this, or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then they go over and, and Sean realizes that Barbara, his mom's been bitten. Yeah. It's really sad. And then as soon as she passes, David is there with the gun. You hear it cock and they all turn around and look and he's like, move away from her. She's going to turn. And Liz is like, David, no. Yeah. Like, they're all realizing that like, he's just, it's not that he was wrong, but there's a way to handle yeah, that. He's yeah. just kind of a prick about it. And when you're already the most hated person in a group, <laughs> you probably shouldn't be the one offering to kill the most beloved person in the group. See, if I was a dickhole and I am, I would have been like, Sean, I'm really sorry. I know we've had our differences, but like, you should do this. Yeah. You know? And then yep. even if he still took a swing at me, like, I don't know, take it, you know? <laughs> so they're all arguing, and then they all start breaking glasses. Uh, <laughs> I think it starts with Sean breaks a glass and holds it to David, and then Diane breaks a glass. Well, I think Ed breaks the next one, too. Oh, that's right. And, and he then... holds it up there, and Diane's like, this isn't exactly fair. And he's like, here. <laughs> and then he grabs a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> don't exacerbate things. What does that mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah and it's just it's so sweet and so sad because like despite ed's you know sexual over overtones like he he does care about barbara like he clearly like he's known sean for a long time and barbara's been you know like a second mom to him which is really sweet and nice and, and he's like don't point that gun at barbara and he says like she's gonna turn to a zombie and he's like we don't use the Z word and like it's just <laughs> it's so sad and sweet well, Liz at some point says, don't exacerbate things. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what does that mean? What's that mean? <laughs> um, and then David gets hit or falls down. Or no. pushed. Uh, Liz makes everybody calm the fuck down. That's right. And then she's like, Sean, I can see what David is trying to say. And he's like, thank you, Lizzie. Even if he is being a twat. Yeah. And she's trying to explain it to him. And then Barbara like wakes up at the zombie. And so David's like, here, you do it. So Sean takes the gun and shoots Barbara. Oh, that's right. And then throws the gun. He drops it and then punches David. Because David says something like, something dickish, like I was right or whatever. Well, he says, I think we're all agreed you did the right thing there. Which, he should have just shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's when Sean punches him and he grabs the gun and tries to shoot Sean. Yeah. Without realizing it's not loaded. Okay, that's right. Yeah, and it was just happened to be empty after that shot. Luckily. And David's like, well, I'm leaving. Like, I've had enough of this. And he starts unblocking the doorway. And then Diana starts yelling at him. Diane? Diana. Diane. Diane. Um, Sean says, he just wants me out of the way because he's been in love with you. And he can't accept that you want to be with me. And he's like, that's... He's like, that's that's not true. And Sean says, yes, it is. And David's like, no, it's not. And that's when Diane says, yes, it is. 
just like I came to terms with that like when you when she uh, knocked you back yeah I was there to pick up the pieces and I accepted that and you need to as well and then he tries to argue and she screams at him and like pulls him back to reality yeah she's like get away from that door right now David yeah and then he apologizes to her and she's like well I'm not the one you should be apologizing to and he's about to apologize to Sean but he's standing in front of the window Mm -hmm. and he gets got he gets and they try to grab his legs, but, like, he comes apart. <laughs> and they're, like, tearing out his entrails. And... <laughs> he starts yeah. beating them with his leg. She opens the front door, then, yeah. and goes out to try and save David. Yeah, with his leg as a weapon. With his severed leg. And... And the situation rapidly declines. Sean, Ed, and Liz jump over the bar. Whoa! Still yeah. a lot before that. Oh. So, at the same time, the zombies get in the back. Yeah. Yeah. The outside zombies come in, and then the office zombies, Bernie and stuff, come out, and Pete's there, too. Somehow. And Sean, or Ed's, like, he's trying to make a Molotov cocktail. Not a Molotov cocktail. Liam! <laughs> <laughs> um, but he gets jumped by Bernie and Pete. And they both end up biting him. Yeah. And Liz is trying to hold back the tide of zombies with, like, a coat rack. Yeah. And you can hear it, like, groaning and bending. And Sean's, like, trying to shoot zombies and stuff. And when he says, Pete, leave him alone! And then he shoots Pete through the yeah. eye. I said, him. leave him alone! <laughs> and, again, this is, like, you know, him standing up to Pete and finally, you know, growing a spine and doing the right... Well, the right thing in this situation. Yeah. Um, and... They both jump over the bar after he uncorks a bottle and dumps its contents around the length of the bar and then lights that on fire. Then a few seconds later, he's yelling. He's like, Ed, Ed. <laughs> and Ed comes flying over the bar covered in blood. He's like, what? <laughs> Shuck us a cloth. <laughs> and he's like, where are the shells? <laughs> They're on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to grab one. Uh, or he goes to grab them and realizes that it's too hot, which I mean. Just grab them, but whatever. Yeah, just <laughs> get them off the bar. And he's like, ah, and like he goes back down, and he's like, we, I have maybe three shells, and um, I could, you know, take out a couple of them if they stand in a row, and or no, that's later. Uh, but then the the one older woman zombie that they talk about earlier, whenever Ed is giving people descriptions of the bar, she like opens up the the door at the bar and. Sean's like, oh, give us a fucking break. And that's when the bullets start firing and bouncing off and hitting him in the head and, like, <laughs> yeah. causing a bunch of mayhem. Um, she was the old store lady from Hot Fuzz. Yes. But actually, it was 37. <laughs> it's just the one killer, actually. <laughs> yeah, she that was her. Any luck finding them killers, then? Well, it's just the one killer, actually. <laughs> and that's when Ed Oh, one the of the floor. judges, too, in Hot Fuzz was actually Simon Pegg's mom, I think. Oh, <laughs> It's amazing. His actual mother. <laughs> hmm. I mean, they didn't have any lines, but anyway. Um, that's when they're saying, like, you know, they have no way to get out, and Ed thumps the door and says that there's a root cellar. Not a root cellar, man. Sorry. Come uh, on. The cellar cellar. <laughs> what year were you born? What year was I born? Uh, I don't know. 1872. <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> Yeah, but there's, there's like, almost every bar has a basement. And yeah. That's where, like, there's, like, an elevator to the street where the kegs get delivered and stuff. Well, they don't know that yet. They don't. But they go down and lock the door, and 
they were trying to figure out what to do and basically trying to figure out in what order they're going to kill themselves. Yeah. Because they've decided they have no other way out because he's trying Ed to get says out the he do- They have two shells left and Ed says he doesn't mind being eaten. <laughs> but then they start getting, him and Liz, Sean and Liz start getting lovey-dovey again. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, shoot me. <laughs> and then they figure out how to get out. They accidentally pull a lever or knock something down to reveal a he lever. He goes to light his, her cigarette and oh. he sees the, the control handle. Yeah. And he's like, look, we can get out, we can go. And Ed's like, ah, oh, I think I'll just stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you two should make a go of it. And yeah, he gives him the rifle. And they... And there's a joke we missed before. Oh, the fart when joke. Sean, yeah, when yeah. Sean leaves the house for the first time, Ed's like, no, I'm sorry, Sean. Like, I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> Sean's like, oh, because he farted. Yeah. And he's like, I'll stop doing them when you stop laughing. And then they, they do that same joke yeah. here, too. And it's, <laughs> it's childish, but it's sweet and endearing. I'm like, <laughs> it's hard. Like, it is. And that's one of the really cool things about this movie is just how well it encapsulates that relationship that all of us have had. With a friend who refused to grow up and you either stop being friends with them because you grow apart because they're unwilling you to outgrow them because they're unwilling to mature and you aren't or you have to subtly or not so subtly help them mature in order to maintain a relationship with you who is growing and changing. And it's just it's really fun that they they capture that really well because we've all been there with a friend who is just kind of a, a, a large child that won't grow up and won't take <laughs> responsibility and. It's really hard to see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they get up onto the street. They hear two two shots. Yeah, he he leaves Ed the rifle. Yeah, they hear two shots and they get up to the street and they're just about ready to to fight their way out. Liz has a freaking chain. Yeah, and they. I I wanted to see her. Like, she has a chain, like, ready to go. I'm like, I wanted to see that part, but. I don't think it'd be a very effective weapon. No. Still would have been cool. It would have been. Wrap around, like, uh, what was that? um, Oh, what was that biker game? God damn it. Oh, um. Road rash. That's the one. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they're just about ready to fight their way, and that's when an, uh, a van pulls up and they start mowing zombies down. And presumably, it's the government that's come in and started to. And in, well, it Yvonne is because there's tons back. of soldiers. Yeah, <laughs> led them there. I was like, I know where there's some people. Hopefully, thankfully, it's not led by Doctor Who. Christopher Eccleston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the answer to infection. Fuck off. <laughs> there is. I don't know how many tangents this is, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, we used to keep track of those. In Dying Light, (laughs) there was somebody stuck in, like, the sports zone in the game or whatever, and Mm -hmm. they had a message on repeat, and it said, to anyone who can hear this, you know, our situation is dire. We can trade electronics, ammunition, and something else in exchange for food and water. Like, please help us. So you get in there, and, like, you turn off the repeating message. And then a guy comes over to the loudspeaker and he's like, your situation is growing dire. <laughs> I can offer you death in exchange for your food and water. Mm. And it's like, oh, you fucker. And that makes me think of Crystal Eccleston. Yes. Because <laughs> he has that stupid fucking Obi-Wan line. Of like, well, in a way, the answer to infection is here. From a certain <laughs> point of view. No, you fucked up prick. <laughs> okay, so... So they get rescued. Yvonne kills Yvonne. the two biker zombies, and the soldiers are just mowing down yeah. zombies. And, and, and they, they get saved. They do get saved. They repeat the same line that um, 
the same interaction oh. that he had with her earlier. Yvonne, yeah. Like, How, How are you doing? doing? Surviving. <laughs> like, so you're back together then? He's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, that's so great. Great. <laughs> At least somebody made it. Yeah. Somebody made it. <laughs> Presumably her significant other didn't. I guess. It was Martin Freeman, because he's not there. Um, but yeah, and then it cuts to them just having a nice morning together. And it cuts to him doing his zombie shuffle yawn. Four months no, later. that's right. Four months later. And he... He sits down on the couch with Liz, I guess, and uh, he's flipping through the news again, and mm-hmm. it's like, uh, what does it say about 28 days later? Oh. It reports that the virus, the infection was caused by rage-infected monkeys, was, has was have n- been dismissed as yeah. bollocks, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Wildly Rumors. misconstrued, yeah. <laughs> and that's when they start showing reality TV using zombies for, like... <laughs> Entertainment, Entertainment. And it's There's no way any government on Earth would let any of those zombies exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, she asks him if he wants to, like, basically just lay around all day and eat food. And... Yes. Uh, <laughs> he says, yeah. And then he's like, but I gotta go out to the shed first. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna put the kettle on. He's like, right, I might pop out to the shed for a bit. <laughs> She's like, all right. <laughs> and he goes out and opens the door and... There's zombie Ed chained up playing video games. <laughs> Just pressing the same button over and over well, again with one reaches finger. to like turn the I don't know, get the controller or something and Ed tries to bite him and he's like, Ed <laughs> and, he's like, and then goes starts to hit the controller. Player two has entered the game. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the end of the movie. And if you've had the the pleasure of watching, if you own the DVD and you've watched the extra features, oh, yeah. there's a ton of really great stuff there. The outtakes, outtakes are fantastic. And, and, uh, they wrote up just a quick little storyboard for each one of the characters, the ones that survived, like what happened to them, like how Ed survived and how Sean was able to go and find him. Diane uh, survived. Yeah, Diane survived. She like beat she, them. <laughs> she managed to get away from the zombies and climb up a tree and then survived eating David's leg yeah. until help came. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a lot of fun. And like, that's, I didn't actually, and I probably should have at some point, but I didn't realize that, um, you said his name is Peter, how, what, how Peter you, Serafinowitz. Serafinowitz. Okay. Which they actually say he at does one point. in the bloopers. He's, they're going Pete and he's like, Pete Serafinowitz. <laughs> I think that's actually the take they use. They just cut the Serafinowitz. Uh, yeah. It is. Just, it's really <laughs> Cause funny. they couldn't stop laughing or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But then also, I know, like, they, when they were filming that scene right before they crossed the street to the Winchester, Edgar Wright was getting irritated. I don't know if it was going to, like, rain or what was going on, but, like, they couldn't fucking do it. And he's like, come on, come on, like, we got to we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> um, so one of the, reason why, one of the reasons why this, this cast feels really familiar is because a lot of them do know each other from doing different projects and stuff together. But I believe it was Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Peter Serafinowitz. Peter Serafinowitz. Mm-hmm together created a show and i cannot for the life of me remember what it's called but it's called it's something like science real science facts or something like that and it was basically like any high school science class where your teacher doesn't give a fuck and they're like here kids we're gonna watch this and they put something on and it's like today we're gonna learn about you know whatever chemical reaction and they literally just you know it's just a video of someone doing a science experiment so that the class doesn't actually have to do it and the teacher can just sit in the back and read a book or whatever there is the peter serafinowicz show (laughs) it's not that but they all together wrote and produced this it's oh right he was in guardians of galaxy too he was uh it's a parody 
but it's so incredibly well done that for the first like three or four minutes that you're watching these episodes of this, what is it, you know, it's supposed to be like a public access, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like educational program. It's so well done that for the first few seconds, you can't quite figure out that it's a joke and then it starts to become apparent, but it's really, really good. Like there's one about, is it called Mr. Sloan? No. Cause there's a picture of Pete with Ed. No, it's, it's definitely like, I thought it had it like a title, like real science facts or something along those lines. Um, but if you have a chance, if you can find it, we'll, I'll see if I can figure it out and I'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. Who is he in the world's end? In the world's end? Pete? Yeah. Uh, isn't he one of the police? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that. But anyway, if you can find this this show that they produce together, it's really, really funny. There's one specifically about how to trap and test ghosts, <laughs> like scientifically, and it's really, really funny. Um, anyway, I'll find it, and I'll see if I can link it down below. Tangent over. All right, I'm Max. He's credited as Peter Serafinowicz in The World's End. Of course. Of course. Um... Max, this is your pick. So tell us your favorite part. I got it right. Favorite part. My favorite part is probably the entire uncut scene of him going to the convenience store. Yeah, it's really good. It couldn't have been easy to do. No, there's yeah. so many things that can go wrong. <laughs> so many people just and there's there's only one part, and it's it's very very hard to see unless you've watched it multiple times. But the guy who's cleaning his car. For just one split second, he's holding still as the camera passes over him. And just for one second, he's holding still. And then he starts doing stuff. And you can tell that he was holding just a little too long. And he's actually caught in frame waiting for his, his cue. Uh, Kitty. Uh, I think my favorite part's where David got got. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty satisfying. No, it is called Run, Fat Boy, Run. <laughs> that movie with um, Simon Pegg and... Uh, Dylan is cute. I like the. I don't remember how he meets him. I think it's like he he moves into his really cheap apartment, but it's the guy who owns the restaurant, and he's like trying to help him get motivated. And he's driving behind him on a golf cart, hitting with the spatula. <laughs> yeah, and that's what he says that he's like, "Run, fat boy, run!" <laughs> uh, my favorite part was um, we skipped over it, but or I guess we did go back and talk about it a little bit. But it's the part we're uh, flipping through the channels. Just the timing of that is amazing. Like the you know reports of people literally being eaten alive, and like he's <laughs> flipping through the channels, and each sentence is being completed by the next channel that he's flipping to, and it's just it's really great. Um, Max, least favorite part. I remember the first time I watched this, um, like around the time when Barbara died. And just, like, the events that, like, quickly unraveled after that, like, actually made me feel, like, kind of, like, sad and depressed. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. probably my least favorite part. Understandable. Kitty. I believe it's Ed at one point drops the N-word. He does. And it's really fucking inappropriate. He leaves with the jag. And when... Liz and them come out of her apartment to go to the Winchester. When he pulls up, he goes, sup? Yeah. Boop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He does. Um, yeah. I am super fucking shocked, actually, that they haven't removed that out of the versions that are on streaming platforms. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Huh. Um. 
it's hard for me because again this is a movie that I, I watched a lot when I was younger and it's there's like some of that nostalgia there um I would say it's hard to deal with Ed being that much of a prick throughout the movie like it gets awkward <laughs> at times and like I just feel uncomfortable but obviously it's for a reason but it's just there are times where I get feel really uncomfortable and just really like his character's just so fucking abrasive he's such a prick mm. so that's probably my least favorite part is on like when he becomes his like ultimate prick form like <laughs> it's just, it's super prickin yeah anyway um, alright uh, Max overall rating no scariest part oh, scariest part that's the one the scariest part for me I mean anytime like you stop and realize the zombies are looking at you would be scary mm. but I think the scariest one would be if you took a wee in the toilet in the loo and realized after that 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 whole time there was a zombie standing there (laughs) I'm like oh my god like I was peeing this whole time you had your unmentionables out (laughs) the most vulnerable position someone can be in yeah that would have been my scariest part realizing there had been a zombie in the bathroom the whole time kitty scariest part I legitimately I guess in most zombie movies, the thing that gets to me is, like, the beginning where everybody's like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, mm. that, mm. that like, okay, how how is this going to play out kind of thing? Um, and again, living through a global pandemic, it's like, ah, fuck, like, what mm. are we going to do? And, like, I remember the first couple weeks of COVID being awful like going to the grocery store and they would have nothing yeah like it was so bizarre and like awful (laughs) um so yeah i guess that would be it for me okay um hmm my scariest part uh is probably the moment where he has to shoot his mom like that whole scene where he's trying to protect her coming to realize that like he can't he can't save her that she's been bitten there's nothing he can do like that whole thing is just it's really really hard and it's it is a little bit shocking too because the, up to that point the movie is kind of really satirical and then it gets to that point and it's it's really pretty heavy um but i do i think that, that would be you know my scariest part because being in that position would just be awful like f- you'd be scarred forever from this experience anyway but that would be even more so. extra mm-hmm. extra um, all right so, Max, overall rating. Overall rating, 10 out of 10. I remember, like, the zombie genre kind of being stale. And then yeah. this, like, definitely breathed a lot of new life into it. It was, like, fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Kitty, overall rating. Be honest. You can be honest. Like a six. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's just not my thing. It's Okay. Uh, I am also going to give it a 10 out of 10 because I just remember this movie really I have very fond memories of it and because like Max said it it was the first time I saw something different in a, a you know I, it blended humor really well with this genre and it, it it does a pretty good job of it and I really like that so originality 10 out of 10 scary rating Man. horror rating horror horror rating, rating yes. well for the same reasons I gave it a 10 out of 10 I can't give it a 10 out of 10 for horror Mm. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Because, like, the movie in its entirety wasn't meant to be totally horrifying. Mm. 
it's meant to be entertaining. So, um, yeah, I can't give it perfect horror rating. But. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Uh, it's, it's the same thing for me as, like, Freaky or, like, any of those other, you know, satirical horror movies. Like, they're not made to be scary. Yeah. Um, I would normally give it something closer to you for the same reasons, but, uh, and I'm pointing at Kitty right now, but, um, so there's a lot of things about this that, um, I mean, obviously, like I said about the scene where he, you know, he has to shoot his mom and then he shoots his flatmate and like, that's all pretty intense. But just the idea of being in a situation that's so dire that it forces you to take on responsibility that you have otherwise been ignoring and running away from and and not dealing with like the idea of having to do that is terrifying to me because there are things that I don't I just don't want to deal with and I routinely will put off for days or weeks or sometimes years because I don't want to deal with them and to have to do that because it's literally life or death is kind of scary too so I'm going to give the movie a a scary rating for me horror rating for me is five out of ten all right, so I don't know what we do after this because it's been just, 13 million years. We do a lot of housekeeping stuff a lot of times. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. <clears throat> um, I don't really have anything this week. Just want to say thank you for everyone who has listened to our episodes. Um, it, just want to say thank you to everyone for listening to the show. And if you have uh, given a recommendation to your friends to listen to the show, I appreciate that. We've had some new listeners recently. Some people have reached out. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, if you want to reach us with any kind of comments or anything like that, you can reach us at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. Uh, we are on uh, a bunch of different streaming services. So, like I said, um, give us uh, a review if you don't mind. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, it helps us out. And um, I guess tune in next week for our review of whose pick is it? It's Kitty. Kitty's currently looking. So. Um, I was looking to see where you could watch. She's going to pick a ghost movie and give it a three. <laughs> I'm actually going to pick a big fuck you and we're going to watch the Blair Witch Project. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm going to give it zeros across the board. Can you give it negative numbers? On Netflix. Wait, we're actually doing the Blair Witch Project? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can't wait to tear this apart. (laughs) I I don't even care if you don't like it. I'm just, fuck you, you have to watch found footage now. So... It's not all For bad. making me watch two zombie movies in a row. <laughs> yeah, but they were good movies. <laughs> made a budget of more than $300. <laughs> Wait, who made what, what movie did we watch? This? We did 28 Days Later. You picked that, and then he picked Shaun of the Dead. So we had to watch two zombie movies 28 Days row. Later is a really good movie. But they're both not, zombie movies. No, it's not. They're not zombies. They're not zombies. I mean... I don't think they ever called them that. They called them the infected. Because they're infected. They're but, people. If I mean, you, if you shoot them the in the same chest, premise. they still die. It doesn't make them not a zombie. Just a different kind of zombie. All right, fine. They're a subset of zombies, whatever. But I, mean, I guess they're infected with like rabies or something. We've watched ghost movies multiple times in a row. <laughs> like four times in a row. And yeah, like his house. And his house is where you go to lose your soul his house (laughs) is where you go to let me in (sighs) i know people think it was like you know the first one of its kind and maybe that's true but i mean it sucks so well i mean the first thing of its kind is often not that great look at the first computer night of living dead (laughs) i could be even more evil and make you guys watch the new Blair Witch Project, the reboot. There's a new one? 
It came out in like 2015 or something. Yes, they tried to use a drone, which makes it new and cutting edge. (laughs) I was going to get the Blair Witch video game. I thought about it. (laughs) But like the synopsis for it was like. An ex-police officer with, like, a checkered past. And I'm like, nope, not interested. Bye. <laughs> All of this exposition was being given to you through an answering machine. Uh, uh, like, wow, you couldn't have been more cliche if you tried. If you wanted to be an absolutely horrible person, we could do The Blair Witch 2, which was, like, a sci-fi original style movie that had a budget of, like, $1,500. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, tune in next time for our most likely... In-depth and very negative review, at least two-thirds. If you want to get perfect horror ratings, you got to show the monster. <laughs> well, then I guess we can never do Bird Box. Oh, I don't want to do Bird Box. <laughs> you don't want to watch What's-Her-Face for uh, 90 oh, minutes? Oh, good. More fodder for my fuck you list. <laughs> I love Sandra Bullock, but Bird Box was not a great movie. <laughs> There's a meme with the two of them on the boat, and she's trying to choose... Spoilers for Bird Box. There's two there's two kids on the boat and she's trying to choose which one. And the meme's like she's like, I have to pick one of you. And it shows and like the the titles come up and it's like actual biological son, some random kid she picked up somewhere. And like it shows them like looking inside. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. They go to the blind person place because it's a safe place. But you're only safe if you're blind. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh boy <coughs> I'm sorry that was horrible sorry whatever I don't care I don't even care so Blair Witch Project and then after uh-huh. that we'll do listeners you don't have to watch it I'll tell you all about it so yeah, you could actually probably not watch it and if you've never seen it before enjoy it more you could sit be... through 90 minutes of poop or you can sit through this podcast and laugh a little bit about I just it. remember I wanted to punch the one guy in the face whenever he's pissing or whenever he's yelling at the one girl and has the camera in her face because he's mad about having the camera in his face and he's like, what's your motivation what's your motivation and i remember just, i was like i want to shove that camera through your teeth because yeah. you're just really annoying right oh now. he made her cry and she deserved it too she did they all deserve to die kind of actually okay well that's everything and we'll see you next week <laughs> for our review of the blair witch project okay blair bye Witch project. bye everyone thanks for listening